This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Stu, and uh, the first votes have already been cast in New Hampshire, is, is their tradition in that fine state. Every year they do a, uh, like a midnight vote in, in one of the towns, uh, three small towns actually in New Hampshire, Dixville, Notch, Mills Field, and Hart's location. All get together and do a little midnight voting uh, just to kick everything off. And the early winners are Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, and John Kasich. On the Republican side, each received a total of nine votes across the three towns. <laughs> Just so stupid. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's a fun little thing. It is fun. Thing, but it's, so, it so far, Ted Cruz tied for first place. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about... Put that about, in your pipe and smoke Because this is a good Pat Gray moment, usually, this, this mm-hmm. moment. Because if I remember correctly, uh, was it 2008 or 2008, uh, Duncan Hunter uh, won one of the small, these first towns. <laughs> it was like yeah, the only thing he ever... That really succeeded within that primary run. And Pat was a big Duncan Hunter guy. Oh, I love Duncan Hunter. <laughs> He's great. Duncan Hunter Sr. was awesome. Yeah. Junior's okay, but Sr. was great. And I, th- I think he would have made a good president. He just didn't get a lot of traction. No, he didn't, you know? except for this first time. I think he won the first uh, town in New Hampshire. I think he did. And then that was it. From there, it kind of went downhill a little. A little bit, yeah. But it's not going to in this case. Uh, on the other side of the aisle, however, Bernie Sanders won handily, and this will probably be the case statewide. He defeated Clinton uh, 17 to 9, so he almost doubled her uh, vote. And he's up like 60 to 31 in the voting, so or in the polling. So it's going to be a bloodbath for Hillary Clinton. And I think, well, I, I honestly believe her camp is really starting to be concerned now. Well, did you see this uh, Politico story? I don't know if it's in here. Uh, let's see if we have it here real quick. Um, it was a Politico story talking about how she's getting ready to blow out all of her advisors. Now, that's oh, not yeah. supposed to happen from friggin' yeah. Hillary Clinton right. in, in, after right. one state. Right. Um, but she's saying um, she's very disappointed in that. I love this is what politicians do. Very disappointed in the messaging of the campaign. <laughs> uh, that's you. OK, right. you're the one saying the words. If you don't like the words from the person, don't say don't them. Say them. 
it's your, your words. Uh, you know, if you don't like the ads, don't approve them. At the end of every ad, you say, I'm Hillary Clinton and I approve of this message. So don't say that. Don't let them run the ads you don't like. Now, I understand it's Wait, some, what do you... Yeah, this is I'm difficult. I'm trying to get this down. Okay. You're saying... Mm -hmm. uh, am I getting this right? Because so, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to understand, because mm -hmm. it's pr pretty complicated. You're saying if I don't agree with what they've put in the commercial, mm -hmm. when I listen to the commercial before I say I approve it, <laughs> right. I should say I don't approve Guys, that? Uh, let's do this, let's let's do do this differently. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Wow. I mean, what has her messaging wow. been? Her messaging has been, uh, I, I will be Barack Obama part two. That's the right? message. Uh, this is going to be Barack Obama's third term because I love Barack Obama. He's done a great job and I'm going to keep doing the job he's been doing. Right. That's her message. And Nobody her wants that. The second part of her message seems to be, I agree with everything Bernie Sanders is saying, but we can only get about 50% of that done. So I'll make sure to get that 50% done. That's about like it. That, was yeah. that inspiring to you as, as no. a primary voter? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, look, no. we all know that these things are hard to do. Ted Cruz has proposed a 10% flat tax. Is that likely to happen? You know what? It's going to be really hard. Really and hard. part of me believes that it probably won't happen because, you know, someone in the Senate will block it or whatever. <clears throat> uh, but the point is, do you have your what principle are you working from? It's like, you know, people talk about this with Donald Trump all the time. Well, he's going to build a wall. Well, I mean, look at what his... What, what are his principles? What is he falling back on? What are the foundations of what he says? Because, yes, he, everyone goes in there with plans, but you can't. No one gets all their plans done. Nobody does. So you're going to get some of it done. You have to see what part of the principle, what foundational principle is driving that person. What is what, what inspires them when they get up every day? Because there's going to be some new situation that we're not even talking about now. That's going to be, you know, the situation of the day. And how is that person going to deal with it? You know, I mean, you know, look at the news cycles change all the time. You know, when Rand Paul was coming up and he was announcing his candidacy, everyone thought there was going to be no, you know, not everybody, but 99 percent of people thought there, that the foreign policy was the least of his concerns. You know, people thought, well, it was an economy. This guy's the new libertarian moment. Now he's out of the race because all we're talking about is ISIS. You know, a couple of years ago, there was no ISIS. Mm -hmm. The point is, how, it's not like how Donald Trump says whatever is in the front of the pages, new, uh, newspaper, well, how is he going to deal with that? Well, anyone can come up with how, he's reflecting how you feel about it. You're angry about it. He says how he's going to do right. it. Of course. And he never says how he's going to do it. He just says the thing that you're feeling. Yeah. That's the Donald Trump way. Yeah. Um, however, there, when it comes to a new thing that you haven't thought of, what, how is he going to deal with that? Because he doesn't have. Uh, the anchor in the Constitution. Mm. He doesn't have the anchor in small government. He doesn't have the anchor in conservatism. No. He, he, this is all, even the most charitable look at Donald Trump says this is extremely brand new to him. All of these things are brand new ideas. The guy in 2013 supported the DREAM Act. He was saying you can't send people home. This, this immigration opposition is brand spanking new to this guy. Maybe he's nailed it perfectly. Maybe he's come. He doesn't have plans to do a lot of these things except for make Mexico pay for. It. But maybe all of these things are now hearted inside of him like a foundation. Well, more likely he's making it up as he goes along. It's like he says, we're going to defeat ISIS. I'm going to knock the hell out of them. And we're going to win against ISIS. We're going to win against Mexico. And we're going to win against China. We're going to win against this. We're going to win everything. And we're going to win so much. You're not going to you're not even going to like winning anymore. And then I'm going to keep winning because I'm not going to listen to you when you say don't win something sometime because I'm bored with winning. I'm going to keep winning and I'm going to, you know, it's like a, it's like a four-year-old saying, 
Daddy, I'm going to be an astronaut, and I'm going to I'm going to be a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to hit 700 home runs in in, in the mm-hmm. Major League Baseball for the Yankees, and I'm going to and you're like, okay, son, good, and then you don't plan anything else for the rest of your rest of his life because he's already told you he's going to do all those things, and you just believe him. Right. I mean, that's how stupid we're being. Donald Trump is like that four year old saying all these things, and we're just believing it. I mean, it's, come on! It's unbelievable. How is it possible that you just say, oh, well, he's going to get things done. He's going to beat ISIS. He's going to take us to the moon and Mars. He's going to go to Saturn and Jupiter. And then he's going to uh, make the sun a little bit cooler because it's too hot in Texas. But he's going he's gonna to warm it up in Montana. And he's going to win against Mexico and China, and he, he's going to make everything really good and really nice, and we're going to win at everything Actually, we do. Actually, he's going to make it great again. He's going to make America great again. I mean, it's absurd. It is so And for absurd. people to say, yeah, I like that. Trump's going to get it all done. He's going to listen to all the things. How could you not like him? I don't know, because he hasn't told me how he's going to do any of it. And he's, I mean, look, he's obviously still liberal on a lot of things. And like the- Jeb Bush, just one more point. Mm-hmm. Jeb Bush, like he said, the guy's a real estate agent. (laughs) (laughs) He's a real estate guy. He doesn't know how to do any of this. No, of course he doesn't. And and look, even if it was just, like, you know, a guy who comes in and says, I'm going, I want, is anchored in small government. His reaction to things is how to deal with the Constitution. Like, that person might not know how to get everything done. Am I against a business person ever running? No. I mean, I would be happy with a businessman running and, and being president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to be somebody who's anchored in their correct principles. Right. So when right. there is something that comes up and some some advisor comes in and says, look, what you don't understand is this has to happen. And, you know, we we he doesn't maybe know all the details of it because it's not been his game. He has to be anchored in the principle to sit here and go, wait a minute. I, the, what you're talking about is going to expand government. And I don't want to do that. Figure out a way to get that done without expanding government, and then I'll think about it. You need somebody who's going to do that. And with Donald Trump is what you have is the exact opposite, a guy whose principles his entire life have been to enlarge government, to Mm -hmm. utilize government for his own purposes. Um, And then, again, the most charitable reading of this is six months before he announced his campaign, he had a massive conversion from being pro-amnesty to anti-amnesty at all costs, sometime in a six-month period mm-hmm. that he has never defined what it was. Mm-hmm. Because in 2013, uh, and between when he really started, when he first started th- tossing it out there that he might run was probably the end of 2014. So somewhere in that six to 12-month period, he had a conversion where literally he went from Yankee fan to Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Without, oh, somehow in that period, that's what happened. Without telling us when it happened. When it happened. And without telling happened. us how it happened. What happened. N- none of that. What is the conversion point? He's yeah. obviously... Now, I think you can make an argument that in reality, if you really look at his current policy, it also is amnesty-friendly. Uh, he's mm-hmm. tweaked it a little bit uh, because he's saying now, well, you have to send them home and then we'll let them all back in. So we're going to spend all the money to deport them and then just let them back in anyway, which kind of seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who thinks he's good on the border and you think he's hardcore on the border, you have to ask yourself, A, why did he have that transition in that 
6 to 12 month period. What what happened in there when he went from Yankee fan to Red Sox fan? What would possibly occur? There would be a massive change in your life if it was real. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Mm -hmm. Why hasn't the press asked him about it yet? Why hasn't anyone tried to get the moment in which he converted from the biggest you know, amnesty, Mitt Romney's too tough on immigration. I support the Dream ha uh, Act with Orrin Hatch. Uh, you can't let these people who've been here for 20 years, you can't just send them home. All on television, he's saying these things. And then a year goes by and he's converted completely to the opposite side, where he's the hardest core of the hardest core on immigration. Now, it's obviously theoretically possible but man, would you have a great story to tell? You know, like for example, some of someone in his family got murdered by an illegal immigrant. That might change you, right? Mm -hmm. There's no stories though. It's just he was this way and now he's this way with no explanation, and we're all supposed to believe it. If you believe this man on the things he says, you're crazy. You're crazy. You might think that he's going to do some things, and you don't care about policy. You don't th you don't care about whether he's telling the truth or not. I just want someone to shake and tear down the whole system. All right. I mean, maybe he will burn down the whole system. He's been established in his whole life. Again, there's no reason to believe he would do that. But if you want to believe that, that's fine. But if you actually believe he has any convictions on any of these policies, you're the one that's nuts, not him. He's manipulating you. He's using you. He's the smart one in this little arrangement. You're the one who's dumb if you're believing him. And, you know, I don't believe him. Pat doesn't believe him. Jeffy just says spoon, so I don't know what he believes. But, but... Oh, sorry, Jeffy, I didn't mean to, in the middle of that rant, <laughs> redirect it to you. But I mean, you're essentially Jeffy, if you what believe you Trump, is what I'm saying. Right? That's kind of... Mm -hmm. And even Jeffy doesn't believe him. Mm -hmm. What does that tell you? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's... And he can't even get it by Jeffy. Yeah. Well, most of it. Most of it. That's true. Some of it, yeah. Uh, I mean, on the other side of the slate, uh, the Democrats, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. And I, I'm so glad, because... They don't know what they're going to do either. And uh, they're, they're in a real mess right now because nationally, it's, this is no longer just New Hampshire and Iowa. Nationally now, they're in a virtual dead heat. Hillary Clinton Amazing. and Bernie Sanders. I, I never thought in a million years this could happen. But she has gone from, you know, whatever it was, 68 to 7 at one point to now it's 48, 45. Hillary over Bernie Sanders. 48-45 mm. in the new uh, Reuters poll, I think it is. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the Reuters-Ipsis poll. And uh, she's got a 48-45 lead. Uh, and, I mean, he just continues to cut away at the margin between the two of them. And you just think, okay, well, yeah, all right. It's Iowa, and there's a bunch of who knows how that happened. <laughs> but then New Hampshire is right next to his state. So certainly after that, it'll be clear sailing for Hillary. No, apparently not. I mean, it's starting to really tighten up. Now, there is no national primary. primary so you still have to look at this on a state-by-state -state basis. And she's probably way ahead in states like South Carolina. But it's, it's know, amazing the job he's done so far. As bad a candidate as he is. Yeah. He's a social. He's a seventy-four-year-old socialist. It doesn't get any worse than that in America, does it? Unless you're a flat-out communist, and and you just, uh, I mean, you just flat-out proclaim 
that you're going to put people in concentration camps. <laughs> so that would be an interesting position. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it, can't imagine it, but this is the uh, this is the worst thing I can imagine in yeah. America. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was hearing uh, Bernie Sanders have a speech this weekend where he was saying, oh, the top uh, 20 people have more money than the bottom 50% of people. Uh, and more wealth is the way they always use that term, because obviously... Right. When you use wealth, you're eliminating every single person who lives somewhat paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. right? So it's a great little tool to manipulate those numbers because wealth is like, you know, if you have money in your bank account, if you have actual possessions, but people who live bank account, you know, paycheck to paycheck don't have those things, they might be paying for their lives and be able to pay their bills and live a somewhat comfortable uh, environment but, uh, in life. Mm-hmm. But if they only have, let's say, a month worth of savings, uh, you could say they have very little wealth. And it, it, those numbers look great. But he said he said something in effect of like, oh, the top 20 uh, have more money than the bottom 50 percent. Is that is that the way America should be? And, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, I know uh, most of the crowd had said no to that, by the way. Mm-hmm. They did not think that was the way that America should be. Um, <laughs> you know, shouldn't America be a place where that's possible? Shouldn't it? I mean, is America a place where we just take money from people who earn it and give it to other people? Or we just redistribute the wealth? I understand that's what Bernie Sanders wants it to be, but is it that? It's never. It's not in the Constitution. It doesn't talk about that at all. It no. talks about, in fact, all the way through uh, our, our, our entire um, uh, life as a, as a country, we had people like Glenn talked about today, like Rockefellers, who had more money than any of these guys do today when it comes to relative terms, uh, size of the economy. Was it Rockefeller or one of those other guys, Vanderbilt, one of those guys, owned something like 11% of the economy. 11% of the e- entire economy was one guy. Now, what, is, that, uh, is that something that we should uh, uh, you know, take to tear down? Is that, is that something we should create laws to solve? Well, it's, you know, no. No, we mm. should not, uh, actually. Mm-mm. We should uh, allow people to be able to get what they can get. That didn't mean he, Rockefeller wasn't taking money away and, and, uh, and, and meaning that other people could not uh, rise up. In fact, he created probably more jobs than anybody in American history. Uh, at least, you know, that whole era, when you're talking about individuals creating jobs, probably more than anybody ever has. I, I don't, you know, this idea that it's just, it just looks mean. And this is what we're talking about with it's, uh, it looks bad. It's emotionally bad. The same thing that Sanders is tapping into is the same thing that Trump taps into. It, this, I feel like it should be different. I don't have a reason to believe. There's no constitutional backing for it. No economists believe this nonsense. But I feel like it's bad. I feel it. Solve it for me, government. I feel it. I feel like that house next to the casino is ugly. I feel it. Make it happen for me. And that's the way they both think that should make you scared as a conservative. Not if you're a socialist, it should make you scared for that. If you're a socialist, you should like Bernie Sanders. But if you're, and you should like Donald Trump, to be perfectly honest, if you're a socialist. I mean, the guy's promising just as much as Sanders is when it comes to health care. Uh, he's just not branding it Obamacare. He'll do Trump care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the same thing. I mean, he, you know, he's, he Universal wants to, coverage. I mean, he actually is, the, the, the policy that Donald Trump is advocating for, uh, for health care is more extensive than Obamacare. It's mm-hmm. actually more liberal than Obamacare. He's talking about everyone. Obamacare doesn't promise to, co- to, to cover everyone. I mean, they've talked about it in a universal way. He said it on the campaign trail, but when you look at the actual policy, they estimated it was going to leave eight digits of people uh, uncovered. Uh, and it has. They were right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Trump care, no, that's everybody. And the government's going to pay for it.
Mm-hmm. That's what you want as a, as, as a Republican, because you can get that. Go to the Democratic primary. If you're thinking that's a good idea, go to the Democrat primary and vote for Bernie Sanders. That's what he's promising. I, I thought there was supposed to be an opposition party. That, no. was, my, that was my belief. Yeah, that was silly. Mm. Silly. So there you go. More Pat and Stu coming up in a second. Uh, $4.1 trillion. $4.1 trillion. Should make you think about this little credit card size thingy here. Yeah, this thingy. That's uh, the official uh, title for this. Uh, it's the uh, Royal Canadian Mint's first ever, one-tenth of an ounce, 99.99% pure gold bullion le- legal tender bar. Now, why am I saying $4.1 trillion? Well, as you heard probably at the end of the radio show, we've just announced we're going for our first $4 trillion budget. Money seems to not be worth anything to anyone anymore. And when you're in that situation, what has been the gold standard uh, for a really long time is gold. There's a reason they call it the gold standard. This particular uh, way of owning gold is great because it's ideal for a barter in a crisis situation. It's easy to separate uh, for smaller amounts. You don't necessarily want a big block of gold uh, if you're trying to uh, get across the country or barter for food or, or other needs, you need something that you can have like this that's easy to carry with you and easy to break apart, and that's what this particular item actually does. Qualifying purchases are eligible for Goldline's two-way price guarantee program, price shield, and price guarantee program. Call Goldline. Just give them a call and ask them about it. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. Read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Ask about their accumulation special as well, where you can get started for just 100 bucks a month. Call now, 800-913-GOLD. It's Goldline. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz criticized the notion of voting for women candidates based on gender. How about that? Uh, see, the the deal is Madeleine Albright uh, and others have been saying. Actually, Madeleine Albright said something pretty outrageous. She, she said, uh, "There's a special place in hell for people who don't support Hillary or support another woman," is what she was saying. But she was saying it about Hillary, so she's essentially saying special place in hell for those who don't vote for Hillary. Um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, on the other hand, says that uh, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're good for women. Hmm, how about that? I wonder if uh, you think Wasserman Schultz is for Sanders? 
She's not been uh, treated well by the establishment, I would say, recently, yeah. even though she is clearly the establishment, one of the most establishment people you could Boy, be. Boy, no is. kidding. Mm. But uh, she has not been, the love has not been returned for Debbie. And that's because she's one of the worst uh, politicians <laughs> available on Let's the market today. get a close-up of this uh, particular photo of her mm. behind us here. And, I mean, is that a, it's almost like the Joker there. Ah! Look out. <laughs> She's terrified. Let's She's terrified. She really is. But she, when they did I, testing on, on the surrogates for Obama in 2012, she rated as the lowest in the entire group they tested. Yeah, she's terrible. She's and terrible. everybody knows she's terrible. That's what you get when you're the mouthpiece, man. I mean, yeah. she, no matter what, she, oh, she lies right through her teeth. those talking care. points no Does matter what. Care. Doesn't matter. She was actually speaking about Carly Fiorina in this particular case. So this is how you get away with so, it. Right? this yep. is how you get away with it. But, I mean... Would not apply to Hillary, too? Just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're good for women. Well, then why would I vote for Hillary? Uh, so she better be careful there. Democrat National Committee's third ever woman chief has frequently been accused of favoring the party's one presumed uh, presidential front runner, runner Hillary. Uh, she's once said that just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're good for women. Those comments take on a whole new meaning in the light of this week's battle between the feminist icons over Clinton's candidacy. Um, this is why the Democrats are in such a, a bad spot right now. I think they don't have a good candidate. They nope. don't. They've got a socialist, again, a 74-year-old socialist. And then Hillary, who's terrible. She's a terrible candidate. And, uh, you know, leaning toward the older side of the age. She's 60. She's on the downside of age, yeah. She's 68. The downside of age. <laughs> it's a good campaign slogan. Thank you. Yeah. Hillary Clinton. On the downside, downside of age. age. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, they, don't, they do not. I mean, they have candidates that could theoretically be good, uh, but unfortunately they're not running. Uh, so, I mean, as we point like, out. Who do you think would be good? But we, we joked instance. about Al Gore, although he is also a terrible candidate. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, but he'd be good for them, right? He's now. better than what he they sure have, is. certainly. I mean, you know, at some point, you know, it's going to be uh, Will Smith or Kanye West running, and then, uh, and then you're going to have, um, you know, because it, it's funny because all the good entertainers and the good actors are typically going to be liberal, mm -hmm. um, but none of them actually know anything about anything, <laughs> uh, which is a problem. That's why when Will Smith runs, and he probably will. It'll be interesting to see how he's received by Americans. I mean, will they care about the fact that well, Will Smith can't be? Come on, he's not qualified to be president. Let's let's be honest. Don't. It'll be interesting because I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Will Smith's like. <laughs> no pumpkin. Whether he's no, up on it no, or not, I don't no. know. Is, is Will Smith up on issues? Like I'm sure he has opinions on issues. It's yeah. different, sure, uh, than uh, being up on them and actually understanding. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't, right? Like he's not even a student of socialism. Right. Like he's right. just a guy who like he doesn't, you know, maybe. But I mean, maybe he is. Who knows? Like, you know, he, he, there's certainly plenty of actors who have studied these things. Um, at some point, one of them's going to pull the trigger on this. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see it will. if it ever happens, because at this point, I mean, Donald Trump isn't even a good celebrity. He's a, a, right? a D-list celebrity. That's what blows me away. He's a about reality it. show host is the highest profile thing he's ever had done. Right. A reality show host and, and a guest spot on the WWE. That's what this guy <laughs> yeah. is. that I even mean, a good he's, celebrity? I mean, he's the rich guy on the tabloid uh, cover. I mean, that's, yeah. that's where you know him from. Right. Like, you don't even, it's, you know, he's not even known for anything credible. He's no. known for being schlocky and, like, uh, you know, uh, ostentatious. Yeah. He's known for all the worst things. I was thinking about this this weekend. It, take away the celebrity and take away the money. Mm -hmm. No one 
no one would want Donald Trump in his circle of friends. Nobody. <laughs> Imagine if you went out to the bar right. uh, every weekend to watch football and Donald Trump, this douche, was there every weekend. You'd all hate his guts if mm -hmm. he was there bragging about everybody, all the women he slept with, bragging about how awesome he was at work, you know, making fun of him and, and calling everybody who says anything bad about him, get all sensitive and all you know, mm -hmm. you know, quivering in the corner and calling everybody losers. <laughs> no one would hang out with this guy. Right. The, literally, the only reason anyone looks at him at all is because he has money. And he, he is confident, but confident in a way about things that he shouldn't be confident about, such as his looks. Everybody's got a friend like that. <laughs> and nobody likes that friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think you understand my point there. But it's true. Why it's, were you quiet? <laughs> no, I just I was, uh, I had an, an itch on my arm. And, I was... mm. and it was motioning toward Jeffy? I just have the arm stretched out. It happens oh. to, there happens to be a, an so, alignment there. So right. was I on camera then? I, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't, I we're not, we're not camera people. We're the people this behind. Is just, this is camera. a radio show or something. Yeah. Uh, 888-727-BECK. There's more Pat and Stewart coming up in a minute or two. Better not clean, great-tasting water, right? You don't. What I hate is, because this doesn't happen as much in Texas, but you, when we go on the road to California and places like that, and you get that chlorine taste in the water, jeez, mm. I hate that. Oh, my gosh, it's nasty. And sometimes it's even worse than chlorine. You know, you don't want to feel like you're drinking out of your pool. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, you know, you want to get a filter, but what kind of filter do you use? I know. That was pretty natural there, Jeffy. That Thank was you. really Look, good, Jeffy. And that was very smooth. I discovered yesterday's. Wow, Jeffy knows how to operate it. That's really good. If Jeffy can use it, so can you. Mm -hmm. um, how about you feel about a big old uh, glass of lead? Not, not very fun. good. If I don't feel good about it. Still. Flint, Michigan. Uh, a lot of people in mm -hmm. Flint, Michigan, are dealing with that problem right now. Not the people that have these, though. Yeah. The Alexa Pure Pro uh, water filtration system. Uh, they they're getting actually. They can use the tap water, and it's going to filter out all the lead, and then Who they can drink it safely. this really good thing? Um, our friends at My Patriot Supply. Huh. Uh, they're really good people there, and they actually care. This thing had yeah. been in development for multiple years. They could have put time. it on the market. It was still a good filter. Yeah. Um, but they just didn't have it to the point where they can get 99.999% of the purifications out. So they waited until they got it 100% right, and here they are. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome product, and it's a great way uh, to just get really clean, delicious water. So visit blazewater.com or call them at 888 895 uh, 7746. Seven, seven, mm. I got a glare there. 888 uh, today and order your Alexa Pure Pro. Ships right to your door for free. Mm -hmm. There's never, you know, the shipping costs, the handling fee, all of that crap. It's just the price of the product. Look, if you, if you keep drinking all, these, all this water with impurifications, you're going to turn out like Jeffy. You don't want that oh to happen. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Oh, that's, that's the sort of wow, thing that can, that's, that can If that's not incentive enough. <laughs> Blazewater.com. Blazewater.com or call toll-free 888-895-7746. Jeffy wants to tell you about spoons.
So, uh, Stu was at the uh, Super Bowl. We were there for the weekend and then left the day of <laughs> the Super Bowl. Yeah. You were actually in the stadium for the Super Bowl itself. I was. Uh, I was, uh, you know, it's always a great event, and, uh, you know, it's always cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was not the best Super Bowl game. Really was uh, In history. In fact, yeah. some no. have argued it was the worst <laughs> Super Bowl in history, which, I don't know. Not I mean, the worst in history, no way. I don't think so either. No I mean, it was close, basically, it was to the boring. end of the game. I mean, it was boring, but yeah. it wasn't the worst of all. It was still within a score with, what, five minutes left? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, you didn't know which way it was going to go, necessarily, which oh, is what keeps it entertainment. It was just not like, it was not a crisp game. You know, it was a lot, of, turno a lot of turnovers, yeah, not, not a lot of offense, mm -hmm. um, some pretty impressive defense. It, it seemed like it was like a throwback Super Bowl in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. You know, like one of those 14-7 you know, games from back in the past. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, it was still, it's still freaking fun. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Colts, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. When, you know, then the Colts won it three to two. <laughs> uh, boring Super Bowl. Yeah. No, I mean, because some of them have been big time blowouts. But I, like, for example, two years ago, Denver was in the Super Bowl, right. and they, you know, was number one offense, number one defense, mm -hmm. uh, and just the thing, it just got out of hand for Denver quickly. Um, you know, really before it was just over before it started. Yeah. But that burst at the beginning was exciting. Exciting, like it was like, holy crap! Are you seeing what's happening? And then it wasn't until the, the, I think Denver got the ball first in the second half, if I remember that right. And I remember thinking, this is like, if they have any chance, they've got to put together a couple of touchdown drives and make a run at this. And then they didn't, and it was over. But it was, you know, really. So really, mm -hmm. the back half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter were bad, but the first, you know, right. the first half was pretty good. Here it was just kind of like eh, middling, sort of plodding. Nothing really mm -hmm. happened. Um, a lot of turnovers, uh, you know, a lot of mistakes, overthrows, you know, fumbles when there shouldn't have been fumbles, drop passes. Mm -hmm. It was just not a. It was not a crisp game, and, and it was a beautiful night. I mean, it was. Oh, oh it was, the, the weather was perfect. Oh, was I mean, it was great. It was in the seventies. I mean, it was it was a great great day for football too. I don't know what to deal with. I mean, I understand why. You know, Cam Newton, first Super Bowl, maybe a little nervous. Uh, you know, certainly played a little nervous at times. He was awful. I mean, was awful. I don't say it was all his fault. I, he was you know, it wasn't all his lot. fault. But, uh, you know, then the post-game interview, he was just terrible. Terrible. Just a terrible. Douche. And, yeah. and it, you know, the joy of the game, we talked about this yesterday. All The excuses for him and, and the way he, he acts after he scores a touchdown or makes a first down or yeah. whatever it is and how... You know, over the top he is. Well, it's just the joy of the game. He just loves to play. He's a happy guy, and it shows. He loves it. Uh, well, where was that? Where was the joy of the game? After the now, you act oh, yeah. like that in victory. You could be a little bit more gracious in defeat, but no, he was uh, he was completely the other way. And even Deion Sanders said, "Look, you you can't act like that." I mean, you can't do that be kind a of stuff. Be a man. Be a man. You know, grow up a little bit. And, uh, you know, maybe he'll learn from this, and, and he will. I, I hope so. But uh, it would have been nice for them to say, hey, you know, tip of the hat to Peyton Manning, who's probably not going to play anymore. That we, a great career and, and nice job. Well, he did do that on the field, though. I mean, he did go up and, and he congratulate did go up and him. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I mean, I, you know, I understand. And that, that situation, you know, you, you don't get a lot of chances of that. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we've talked about Dan Marino being a quarterback, went to, you know, right. went to the Super Bowl, and then everyone expected him to be back there five times, and he never went back. Mm -hmm. I mean, this could be it for Cam Newton. Remember, this team was under 500 last year. Yeah. Last year. This is not a team 
necessarily is going to win 15 games again next year. Um, so, you know, and they had Cam Newton the whole year <laughs> last year, and they still went 7-8-1, <laughs> if I remember right. Um, so this might be it for them, and that was a very beatable Denver team. I mean, it was not probably the best team in the AFC even, um, and for them to come in there and, you know, with Peyton Manning afraid to throw it over three yards, I mean, it was amazing to see. I mean, here's a guy who's, you know, potentially the best quarterback of all time, certainly in the top five. And, you know, that, something's wrong. I mean, oh, yeah, he, you I, don't disintegrate that fast. Yeah. And he had just a terrible year. He, nine touchdown passes, 17 interceptions. I mean, it was not a good year. It was his worst year of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, in addition to being 39, he's probably hurt and we don't know about it. You know, maybe something yeah. oh, is yeah. wrong with him somewhere. Because, look, Tom Brady's 38 or 39. Yeah, too, and, he and still fine. performing yeah. really well. Yeah. So. And, and Peyton was just performing pretty well last year. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird to see. And, and, but I'm glad he got that second Super Bowl. The, and people will forget how badly he played in his last year. Yeah, and, he, and all these guys have. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, his, he had a Super Bowl. He was terrible. Right. Terry Bradshaw right. was terrible yeah. in his first Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, usually yeah. it goes the other way where your, your end Super Bowls are the ones that are better. But John Elway played pretty poorly in his early Super Bowls as mm-hmm. well. Um, I mean, that, and he lost him, and he got destroyed in them. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. But winning the Super Bowl does goes goes a long way. It does. Now I didn't see it any does. of the ads, really. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we thought we'd uh, share some of those with you and nice. others who may not have uh, uh, watched the game or seen them, or maybe you want to see them again. They were bad. There were some good. Yeah, ones. Some, some pretty good. It was ones a this decent year, year yeah, for ads. I thought it was an uh, it was a slightly up year from previous years. The last several have been, I think, crappy for for ads. Uh, but the avocados for Mexico ad was interesting. Here's a look at that. Behold the bounty of Earth. This is the cube of Rubik. <laughs> this simple puzzle was actually considered unsolvable by the humans. Did they not have brains? Um, simple ones. Now, this was apparently a 21st century torture device. How long would they keep them strapped in there? Sometimes hours at a time. Pretty gruesome. <laughs> And over here we have their alphabet. It was called emoji. Few symbols could express the vast extent of their emotion. Uh, they had chia pets, just like we do. And this is the white and gold dress that caused the Civil War. This is Scott Bayo. But most amazing of all are the avocados from Mexico. They're always in season, so you can enjoy them all year long. Anybody want to feed Scott Bayo? It's included in the price of admission. No? No. I mean, he double-dipped. He'll, he'll regenerate. No, he won't. He was a quad mogert. Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> oh, he's a quad mogert. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. They should have said that. If I would have known that. I wouldn't have. Discovered Scott Bale? He double-dipped, though. It's I mean, good I, he deserved <laughs> it. No, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. It's Scott Bale. That's so funny. Here's, uh, here's the dress that caused the first Civil War. Uh, here's Scott Bale. <laughs> He's just standing, like, still alive, looking the same. That's a great ad. That's a great, That's a great one. one. Really funny. Uh, here's also, the... by the way, she would also point out avocados are horrible. Yeah, I uh, don't no like matter it. how good their ads like are, you're like not going to be able to save that green, slimy product yeah, you're selling. So okay? gross, man. And by so the way, nice. in case you're, you're out there in New Hampshire voting today, Ted Cruz agrees he hates avocados too. Right. Okay. From Mexico, and he's going to stop them from coming across the border. <laughs> They're so. just rolling across the border all the time. Uh, all right, here's the Hyundai uh, Ryanville ad. Another peek at that. Yeah. 
see everybody is. Can you give me a warning? Sure. Warning. Here Ryan. comes your ticket. Everybody in town. It's him. And there he is again. Oh, in my face! So aggressive! A car that doesn't get distracted. Auto emergency braking with pedestrian detection. On the all-new Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> That's such a weird feature for a car, and I, it's it probably a really good idea. It just feels weird to think that, like, you're not, you're, the car's going to stop, and you're not going to stop it. Mm -hmm. Like, that is just mm -hmm. really strange right. to me. And, like, what happens, like, so, like, let's say some, uh, some guy stops in front of you. This car, you, your car stops on its own. The guy behind mm. you doesn't have this. He just slams it to the back of you. Right, right. I mean, it, I, mean I guess right. at some point everybody That's has it. That's why they all and, need you know, to be uh, driverless cars. I believe That's me, it's right. coming. It is, yeah, it is coming. coming. Well, my, I got a, during, when that aired during the Super Bowl, I got a tweet right away saying, my wife, after that Ryan Reynolds commercial, what neighborhood do they live in? We should move there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another ad uh, from Jeep apparently had a Super Bowl ad as well. Mm -hmm. Let's watch. I've seen things no man should bear. And those that every man should dare. From the beaches of Normandy to the far reaches of the earth. In my life, I have lived millions of lives. I've outrun robots and danced with dinosaurs. I faced the faces of fear and fortitude and witnessed great beauty in the making. I've kept the company of kings and queens, but I'm no royalty or saint. I've traveled, trekked, wandered, and roamed, only to find myself right where I belong. 75th anniversary of Jeep. We don't make Jeep. Hmm. You do. No, I, I don't make Jeep. <laughs> do you? Do I don't. I don't do that. I'm do not really in the manufacturing I, no, industry. I've never once made a Jeep. We don't produce things that actually do anything for anyone. Nor do uh, I even like Jeeps, frankly. Really? Uh, yeah, they're okay. I mean, that's all right. But, but. Okay, so that's the second car ad. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, there's the mini car ad coming mm -hmm. up, and the Kia car ad coming up that we'll catch. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. MVP winner, Von Miller, no car this year. Really? Did you know that? The, no. You know, every year the MVP winner got uh, a new a car. car. Yeah. Why is that? Because he's black? Out there or whatever. Is it because he's black? This year, no car. Oh, okay. A little I'm racism? Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's Going out what the, the Super NFL, Bowl? I think that's what the NFL huh. said. Is that a new in advance? Or they just they had the car there, but they're like, oh, no, he's black. No. Don't bring it out. <laughs> is that yeah, the argument? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Okay. I think that's what happened. Here's an ad from Taco Bell. Oh. They're usually pretty good. She's in the shell. This is going to be bigger than the man buns. This is going to be bigger than Tinder. This is going to be bigger than drones. What? It's going to be bigger than aliens. Than aliens? Oh, it's going to be bigger than James Hart's beard. This is going to be bigger than those things. It's going to be bigger than football. Nothing could be bigger than football. Real football. No oh, shit. The quesalupa. It's going to be bigger than everything. The quesalupa. <laughs> That's a weird one. I mean, we played that yesterday. That's that's just weird. Well, I don't mind necessarily. That's I, weird. I mean, who cares what the, about the ad? I do right. care about the queso lupa. So what is it? Yes. Do we know? It it's looks. A it's a cheesy. It's a cheesy. 
thing in his shell. <laughs> uh, like a cheesy gordita yeah. crunch, kind of bad, or, or like more that. like a chalupa? I, I do not know. We need to try it. Okay. Where's the quesalupa? Where's Where the, are it? Where is it? Oh, we have a spoons today, by the way. Special oh, we do? spoons. Okay. Coming out today. Oh, for your birthday? It's yes, my birthday today. It is Stu's by the way, 40th birthday Four decades, today. baby. Yeah, four wow. decades. Stu. He's officially old today. Yes. Thank you. Uh, triple eight seven two seven back more Pat and Stu and we'll play 40. maybe a few more of these uh, commercials. I was trying to remember the first time coming up. You remember forty? You remember the first forty forties? No, he doesn't do nothing else. Like remember when you turned forty for the fortieth time? Too long ago. I have Jeff right on the downside of age. <laughs> That's Jeff Fisher on the downside of age. I immediately download them all. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Okay, we got a few to get to before the break. Yes, we do. Let's go. Uh, Let's here. do. Puppy, monkey, baby, go. This is weird. Man, really I might weird. just chill tonight. Puppy, monkey, baby. What? Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. <laughs> Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. So weird. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby. Mountain Dew Kickstart, Dew, Juice, Caffeine. Puppy monkey baby. Whatever. I mean, really bizarre. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Um, Don't get it. Uh, Doritos baby, I, this one is so controversial. It's, it hurts. You'll, you'll obviously see why. And won't. there's your beautiful baby. Any day now. Really? Really? You're eating Doritos? He's eating Doritos on my ultrasound. See what I have to do. I know. <laughs> oh, give me that. <laughs> I mean, that's freaking. Do you see what really they did solid. there, though? No, I saw. Do you saw see it. what they did? did they, they humanized that fetus. That is so wrong. Why would you humanize a piece of Brussels sprout that happened to be in the womb? They actually called it a baby, Pat. Yeah, that, that is so ridiculous. Right? You don't know what that's going to be. No, you have no idea. Could grow up to be a Buick. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It might even grow up to be a Snickers, which is the uh, person <laughs> who made the, well, this company made that at Right. <laughs> Sweetheart, don't look at me like that. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> Who's the genius who puts a girl in heels on a subway grate? Miss Monroe, mm -hmm. eat a Snickers. Why? You get a little cranky when you're hungry. Better? Much better. This scene will never make the cut. Morons. <laughs> That's really good. I like that one. Classic. I like that one. Um, and uh, Amazon Alexa as well. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Too. So, how much money do you have? <laughs> Alexa, stop. Marino, you definitely have to stop. How you do that? It's my Amazon Echo. I can stream music, order things, and watch this. Alexa, turn on the lights. Wow. Breaded wings? You're blowing it, bro. Alexa, how many championships has Dan Marino won? Dan Marino has won zero championships. Alexa, how many Oscars has Alec Baldwin won? Alec Baldwin has won zero Alexa, Oscars. Alexa, stop. <laughs> well played, Marino. Shame on you. 
This man is a national treasure. Jason, it's all right. No, it's not all right. I will sack this man so hard for you. No, you won't. Gentlemen, we have over 100 million people watching us right now. 100 million people? Hey, Alexa, release that new song, Pep Rally by Missy Elliott. Hey. Good. Solid. <laughs> I have one of those. Good. Come on. You do? Yeah, yeah. I got one in, I don't know, last, like, this is six months ago, maybe? Really? It's pretty cool. Does it, it do all that stuff? It does. Um, like, you know, it's cool. Like, it'll play, um, you know, music, Amazon Prime Music. It'll play anything on there, like TuneIn Radio or uh, uh, Pandora. So if you just on there. tell it, hey, uh, what, what's Hey, it Alexa, called? what's the weather? Alexa, Alexa what's what, the weather? What's the weather? It tells you what Gives the weather, weather is. Hey, Alexa, play Boston. It'll yep, play it'll Boston. Play it. um, and the good thing, about, the thing I really like about it That's is cool. um, it's a really good speaker. Like, it's loud and clear. Like, it's a huh. really nice speaker. So, you, I mean, it can be your, you know, out, outdoor music system for, like, by your pool. I mean, it's really nice. It's a cool little device. And you can order things from it? How does that work? I think he you ordered just... socks in one of the commercials. Yeah, right? you can order anything, I think, from Amazon. But, I mean, it's a little clunk. Wow. It's voice ordering. So, you know, as you get more complicated, it's not exactly really it work perfectly every time. Still, but it's a cool device. Cool. I, I do actually like it and use it. It's, it's pretty cool. All right, back with more facts, too. Really hard to save you, and just couldn't do it. Dang it! Oh, yeah, well. I wasn't trying. That would be the you were wanting me to die. Wow! Wow! Welcome back. That's uh, <laughs> quite a way to start the hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Apparently, an Islamic State commander has been found living as a as a refugee in rural uh, in a rural German village, but I wouldn't worry about it. He's probably the only one. And they found him, so everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Move along, folks. In the latest series of raids, German police have searched two homes in a village after a television channel interviewed a suspected Islamic State commander living there as a refugee. Uh, Sankt Johann is a small village in southwest uh, in the southwest German state of Rhineland-Palatinate. Uh, something of a rural Id- idol. Its 800 residents live between vineyards in the shadow of a 14th century Gothic church. So we're painting a picture here for you. It's beautiful. Mm. Just a quaint little village uh, from the 14th century. And yet, as Der Spiegel TV reports. <laughs> I want Der Spiegel TV. Der Spiegel TV! <laughs> Just so I can talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend, it was a scene of police raids on uh, two Islamic State-linked suspects living in refugee housing. Prosecutor's Office spokesman Michael Newhouse said the two men targeted by the uh, operation are suspected of taking part in the Syrian civil war as members of foreign terrorist organizations. He said there were no immediate indications that a concrete attack was planned, but declined to give any further details. They uh, identified the man called Bassam, a notorious commander said to be responsible for the deaths 
of dozens of people. 32-year-old man allegedly fought in the ranks of Islamic State fighters in uh, eastern Syria uh, before seeking asylum in Germany. Now, the question is, how many more are there? How many do we not know about? Do the Germans not know about? How many, how many are here that we don't know about? you got to believe it's, I mean, there are some, right? Eleven, Pat. There's eleven. You happen to know that? There are eleven. Okay. Well, let's root them out then. Do you want their names? I'll give it to you later. All right. <clears throat> you need to go through all of them are here on the air, but I'll give you all the names. I know all of them because uh, I know everything. Uh, in fact, uh, we're going to win against them, and we're going to win against everybody. We're going to sick of winning. That's what we're going to do. All so right. are you just going to crush them? You're yeah. gonna... I'm going to crush them. I'm going to bomb the S out of them. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. All and right. we're going to make America great again. What are you going to do with the ones in the German villages? Make and... America great again. Okay. And the ones that are here, what are you going to do? I'm going to make uh, America great again, I think, to, okay. to solve that one. All right. Uh, and then after America's great, we're going to make America great again. Mm. Uh, because, and obviously to do that, we're going to have to destroy it in between because it's not going to make any sense if it's already great. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make America great, we're going to destroy America, mm -hmm. and then we're going to make America great again. Wow. It's quite a plan. Just so you guys know, All that's right. what we're going to do. Okay. Well, uh, also, up to 60 jihadis were deployed in Europe ahead of the Paris attacks, and had plans to carry out atrocities in five cities, including London and Berlin, which is why apparently they're expecting new attacks. Around 60 Islamic State jihadis were stationed in cities across Europe shortly before the Paris attacks. Uh, an intelligence source has revealed the target cities were Paris, London, and mm. Berlin, and a heavily populated area somewhere in Belgium, although there's no evidence to suggest the attacks were to take place simultaneously. We need to uh, make Belgium great again, Pat. Uh, it was once great, once made the waffles. Now mm -hmm. what is it? Nothing. Make it great again. Thank you. Well, they still have Brussels sprouts. <laughs> that's, that's the sign of their demise, so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah actually it is. Brussels sprouts? Yeah, I know. It's that's terrible. bad. Mm -hmm. That's not good. The source also revealed Abu Mohammed al-Adnani is believed to be the mastermind behind the attack, the plan to attack multiple European cities. Uh, he was said to be severely wounded in an airstrike in Iraq last month, earmarked as the group's next leader, but as reported as having lost, lost a large amount of blood after being hit in the town of uh, Barwana in the Anbar province. Mm. Now, so. it's, it's just shocking news, Pat, because it's, my understanding was we had uh, degraded mm -hmm. ISIS. Uh, we had diminished ISIS. We demeaned them. Uh, we demeaned them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we dominated them. We depressed them. And let's be they honest. Were, they were sad for a while. They were sad. Mm -hmm. And uh, they started as a freaking JV team. So we, we took them out of JV team and we degraded them. Yet they're still having all these attacks, mm -hmm. which is weird. And the uh, U.S. Defense Intelligence Chief is now predicting that the pace and lethali lethality of ISIS attacks in the months ahead is going to... <clears throat> Increase, which is uh, it's kind of weird because that is not we, good news. We're promised, but we were what about depressing them and diminishing them <laughs> and they demoralizing may, them? They may have had some Zoloft flown in <laughs> uh, because they seem to. Uh, uh, he also said he would not be surprised if Islamic State uh, or ISIS or ISIL or Daesh was, cre which has created a self-proclaimed caliphate across swaths of Syria and Iraq, mm -hmm. extended its operation from the Sinai Peninsula deeper into Egypt. Mm. Mm. Last year, Daesh uh, remained entrenched on Iraqi and Syrian battlefields and expanded globally to Libya, Sinai, Afghanistan, Nigeria, Algeria, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, and the Caucasus, which is it's a really good, expansive 
junior varsity squad. Right. Um, right. People don't realize how expensive it is. Um, but that's scary, and it's uh, not surprising at all because we have a president who doesn't know what the hell he's doing or wants something completely different than us, one of the two. And we've got a potential president uh, in one of the parties mm -hmm. who also doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And uh, the other party, uh, they know what they're doing, and what they're do doing is trying to destroy America as we know it. So eh, it's not good. Hmm. It's not good. Now, you can avoid the problem by, uh, well, electing Ted Cruz. Just a quick safety tip there for you. I'm sorry, Pat. I didn't hear you. What was that? Yeah, you could elect Ted Cruz. And you could start today by voting in... Uh, New Hampshire. So, so, like, say if I'm in New Hampshire today, yeah, you would vote for Ted Cruz over, let's say, anybody else. No, well, ex Jim Gilmore, except for, well, yeah, including Jim, Jim Gilmore, Gilmore. Number one, Ted Cruz, number two, is what Pat's saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. What he's saying is, if you if you can't vote for Jim Gilmore, it's okay to vote for Ted Cruz. That's Only not what in I'm a saying. situation in which Gilmore is not available. Listen, we want to get that's rid of the other candidates. So, Gilmore won. Cruz too. Look, we already know what's going to happen here. There's no way Jim Gilmore is finishing worse than second. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I think it will. Because at the end of this campaign, what will happen is you'll have the nominee and Jim Gilmore, and he will finish second. He will go from 17th to second. It does look like Gilmore is planning to ride this thing way. out, doesn't yeah. it? Okay, let me it out. Let me get, do you want Jim Gilmore's path to the nomination right now? Do you mm. want it? I do. Okay. I want it. He starts off in 17th place. Right. Eight candidates drop out. He's now in ninth place. Eight more candidates, or seven more candidates drop out, which leaves him in second. And then right before the, uh, the convention, mm -hmm. there is some sort of tragic scandal or something with whoever's left standing. Mm -hmm. He f drops out of the race, health concerns, whatever. Mm -hmm. The only man left standing is Jim Gilchrist Morlinson. This man. This guy, right here. I don't know that I've ever seen a picture of him Save before. America. <laughs> I couldn't have really? identified this guy if I saw him on the street. Mm. And, but there he is. It looks like a cross between Huckabee and, uh, well, he looks like Mike Huckabee. <laughs> no. Uh, you, know what he takes, you take that back. Okay. You know who he looks like to me? Who? The next president of the United <laughs> Thank States. You. That's what he looks like to me. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Does he? Thank you. I mean, I can. Gilmentum like, right there, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to say girls. I guarantee it. I don't want to say that. Okay. Okay. I'll right. leave it there. Go ahead. Say <laughs> no, it. I don't want to say that because it's just a. A, a feather too far. All right. Uh, you know, but uh, it's going oh, to happen. Let's be, honest. Let's be honest about yeah, it. Yeah. Let's be honest. Gilmentum so, is real. So Fox News is reporting that the race for second place is on in uh, New Hampshire. And they're making it look like, you know, obviously Gilmore is the shoe-in. Right, he's number one. <laughs> Everybody else is just trying to get number Can two. Can Trump hold on to number two? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> now, Gilmore, people don't know this, Gilmore has taken the uh, aggressive step uh, to say, I will not be involved in polls. I don't want to be asked. I don't like the pressure of being asked. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like people repeating my name. Yeah, he's so. asked them not to. <laughs> So that's why it seems that true. he has no support. Yeah, it's not quite true. But And what he also asked in Iowa was, don't vote for me because I want it to be a complete surprise when I win. Oh, yeah. Sure. This guy is waiting so. until the last uh, possible well, second. The problem to take is, this. is that there were a few people that didn't listen to him in Iowa. Yeah, those damn dozen people who didn't listen to him. <laughs> twelve. He got twelve votes. He got state. twelve votes.
Uh, not 12% of the vote. Yeah, I, 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 you keep reminding you got people 12 votes. You say you got 12 votes, you keep reminding <laughs> them that it wasn't 12 That it wasn't 12. Well, I didn't want him to be confused. <laughs> I actually felt bad for uh, Rick Santorum because Rick finished uh, last, except for Jim Gilmore. Oh, okay. In, in, uh, in mm-hmm. Iowa. Mm-hmm. And so the polls showed, you know, all the names and at the very bottom. It was Santorum and then Gilmore. And Santorum said 1%. And uh, uh, Gilmore said less than 1% because there's no real way to say basically zero, but he has a couple votes. Mm-hmm. And it made it look like they were really tight. Like it was like Gilmore was right on the, right on the heels of Santorum. <laughs> I mean, he finished several thousand votes behind sorry? him. Why did you feel sorry for Santorum? Because he was the one that had to, you know, like live up to the expectations of Gilmore. Okay. And uh, it didn't happen. Okay. But I mean, like, he got, then at the final vote came out, he got legitimately 12 votes. And then you wonder why he dropped out of the race. Who? He had 1% in Iowa. Unbelievable. After a win. After a win last election. <laughs> Not like nine elections ago. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't like he. 1950. Like, yeah, he won it, and then Reagan went on to the nomination. <laughs> and this, right. <laughs> this guy did it. And Romney went on to the. It was the last time available to vote. Wow. I mean, that is weird. And, he, but, and then he jumps out and, and throws in with Marco Rubio, which. Yeah. Eh, come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I mean, it's better. At least it wasn't Trump. I was going to lose all respect for him. <laughs> yeah, I was glad to see it wasn't Trump because yeah. that would have been bad. Mm-hmm. That would have been real bad. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. We promised to tell you what happens to the losing team's T-shirts that are pre-done in the Super Bowl. You know, because both teams print up their championship T-shirts and they have them right after the game. So the losing team, like Carolina, had them all printed up like world world champions. Well, then they're not. So what do you do with those? Um, apparently, they a lot of for a long time the misprinted shirts that can't hit the store's shelves went to the incinerator. You just burned them. Uh, it required the destruction of the incorrect postseason apparel. Fortunately, leagues changed what they do. Uh, so for almost two decades now, an international humanitarian aid group called World Vision has collected the unwanted items in its distribution center in, in Pittsburgh. Then they ship them all over the world to people living in disaster areas or impoverished nations. So they wind up uh, on these guys right there. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> champions. And then it has somebody who wasn't a Super Bowl champion. But uh, I, I don't think they care. <laughs> no, they're. I don't think they care. I mean, they're. I actually would kind of like one of those. I would too. For the yeah, it'd be team. fun. It would be fun to wear around. It'd be fun. Uh, and I and I thought what happened to them was they give them to the homeless in America, but apparently they don't. Uh, they do ship them to uh, other nations, though. They want the so, homeless guy in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, they don't want him wearing yeah. wearing them here. I gotta get one of those for the the last time the Eagles were in there. Yeah, you do. Because that would then I could I, I would wear that to the Super Bowl. You got to go to Africa to get it, but I think it'd be I worth it, right? Might be worth willing it'd to be take worth that it. trip. I know. <laughs> they have? Do they go back to two thousand five with these things? That would actually be fun, right? To yeah. have a Philadelphia Super Bowl champion yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> yes. Then you could pretend. I could pretend that they won, and that would be awesome. I was watching. There was a guy in in the the section next to us, and he was a huge Broncos fan. And he, you know, after the, the game's over and he watched the Broncos win, like, you know, we're just over there having a couple, you know, drinks and just, you know, eating some food and waiting for, you know, kind of the crowd to dissipate a little bit. 
And I just look over at him, and he, about 20 minutes later, he's still in the exact same position, just staring at the field. Like, this, like, I, I, I can't believe I freaking just saw that. Like, it was that. Really? Yeah. And I was like, that is going to be me if this ever happens in my life. I want it one time before I die that the freaking Eagles can win a Super Bowl. One time before I die. That's all I'm asking. Mm. And I could just, that is, I will be that exact yeah. guy just sitting in there until they turn the freaking lights off and kick me out of that stadium. <laughs> because it was just like, oh, God, I just want that. You know it's not going to happen, right? Yeah, he knows it's not going to happen. No, He's just dreaming. I mean, I, it's not going to happen. I could live another 60 not years. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It isn't. I don't want to. Stu. I could live another. No, it doesn't matter. 60 years. It doesn't matter how long you, you live. It's not going to happen. Never? No. They're never going to win <laughs> a Super Bowl. They're not going to ever There's win. only 32 teams. Right. And so, they're one of five, is it, that have never won a Super Bowl? Is it And that never will? Small? Why? <laughs> I think it's down to five, yeah. Is it really only five? I think it's five. Jacksonville yeah. never won one, right? Never, yeah. Okay, so you got Jacksonville. You're in good company. <laughs> they started like three years ago. Uh, um, Car- Carolina. San Diego's never won one, right? San Diego's never won one. Carolina. Minnesota. Minnesota's never won. Uh, they've been in them. Yeah, they've been in a lot of them. But, uh, but they never won. won. Buffalo's Buffalo, never won. Never won. So Titans. that's six. Titans, never How many? won. Seven. You got the Cardinals. Cardinals. The Cardinals have never won one. The That's Lions. right. Alliance. There's a lot. Nine. There's Wait, quite a few. Oilers. Yeah, more than five. Titans. Oilers. Chargers. Texans. Well, the Texans have never won, but they've only been a franchise since 2002. That's not Chargers. Fair. Browns. Yeah, we already Browns? said Chargers. Like Browns. The There's a lot of them. Yeah. Vikings. I, why did I think five? That's and weird. Eagles. This might not happen. I'm of thinking the five Eagles. who have never been there. Maybe. That might be maybe two. it's five who have never been. Yeah. Eagles so. have been to two. Yeah. How do they, is it two? Two Super Bowls. And they've never won, so it's not going to happen. I mean, right. you can keep, I'm sorry. I don't want to, you know, look, I, far be it for me to hurt hurt your feelings or make you feel bad. We're just saying not it's gonna not going to happen. It's they're my birthday win. today. Okay? Oh, that's right, but happy birthday. But oh, happy the birthday. the Eagles are never going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, we've got to tell you about a great company. that's uh, called Go. It's solar energy, and they've now made it affordable thanks to Go. Yeah, uh, if you want to increase the value of your home, that might be important as we go into a stretch to. of maybe a difficult economy. Mm-hmm. might be a smart time to spend some uh, little money on this. Uh, but uh, the good thing is Go can help you mm-hmm. with this project, and you don't actually have to spend that money. No, it's installed. they installed the solar panels for $0 out of pocket, and then you save 20 to 30% on what you're currently paying to power your home. It's an awesome deal. I, well, awesome. zero usually is an awesome deal. Yeah. When when the thing's going to come to you for zero dollars. No, I like that. A lot of times that's like a that. good uh, deal. And over 60,000 satisfied customers agree. They have the best warranty in the industry. When you think about a great deal for solar, you got to think go. Yeah, they're one of the biggest uh, residential solar companies in America. They've got 60 local offices. So they're all over the place. You never need to worry about customer service and maintenance if you need something fixed they can come out and do that so you do however need to find out if it's available in your area you do that is an important mm-hmm. part of this where process. do i do that though uh, what do i do i mean do i, I just, just throw i want to just throw a website out there and see if okay go solar with the blaze.com something like that like if you want is to that power the right one your home affordably with right. solar yeah. uh, go with go it's go solar with, with the, the blaze.com give it a whirl okay Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, our uh, our producer Andrew Herzog has a new 
podcast. Uh, and it oh. started when, Andrew? Two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, it's a lifestyle podcast hosted by Andrew, talking about uh, stories of warmth, entertainment, and celebration. Uh, what do you mean, celebration? We should have had him come in. Come, come in here so we hey, can figure so out we what can, you're we talking about. We can harass you about your topics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's stories of warmth, entertainment, and celebration. Mm-hmm. And then in big capital letters, politics strictly banned. Yeah. Strictly banned. Wow. Bonfire is a show reserved exclusively for culture, sports, food, travel, and entertainment. And as Stu mentioned, in big, bold letters, politics strictly banned. Bonfire believes a work-life balance, joyful spirit, and selfless demeanor are crucial to a life well-lived. Work hard, play harder. So it's similar to the Jeffy uh, podcast. Uh, in no way. In no way. In no way no at way. all. Um, um, what I want to see is how many more listens is he getting than you? Because Jeffy's got a show, too. And we try to hide it, obviously. Mm-hmm. We try to put it at the mm-hmm. most impossible time. Hey, mm-hmm. 6 a.m. on Saturday? You know, <laughs> no one's going to listen to it then, right? And and Jeffy continues to show up to it. We kind of assumed you just would stop going. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would just end. I that was our hope. I thought they to do that because it was for the air. We we were hoping it would just sort of resolve itself. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was our hope. So far, it continues to actually go on. Are we? Oh, here so it here it comes. Here comes. Here comes Andrew. Here comes, uh, Andrew. Does he have to talk into my chest, <laughs> or do we give him a mic? Oh, uh, no, he's got a mic. I have a mic, but I can still talk into your chest. Nice. Oh, <laughs> right. thank you. You're welcome. So that. tell us, it, it's mm. it's uh. It's about warmth, entertainment, and celebration it of has what? A foc- of life. It has a focus on those things. You know, I just uh, make the point people. not to talk about politics. Okay. You know, there's enough of that going so on. So if sure I call is. and I want to talk about politics, you, you will be shut down. I'll be shut down. And wow. You can call wow. for your podcast? No. <laughs> it's on demand. <laughs> okay. You can try to call, but there's no one going to answer. Well, you so. can call yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call, call myself one. Hello. And how long a show is it? Is it an hour? No, I shoot for 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So Something that I thought would however. appeal to people my age. You know, we don't want to do three-hour shows. And no. So, no, so you're, give you're me, way too lazy. Yeah, to yeah that's for sure. We got it. So give me an uh, idea of, of a topic that you would enjoy discussing. It'd be what's on the rundown on the next page. All right. Okay, so let's see. I actually talked about that on the uh, the Stanford psychologist explaining why spacing out and goofing off is good for you. So it's about the <laughs> balance. Okay. Where look, you work hard but play hard. You know, you work hard, so, but wait, but hard. where's the work hard part of this? You're saying spacing out and doing a half an hour of work. You have it. Where's the work hard? The work is a given. <laughs> Do your job, but then when you want to take a break, walk off for five <laughs> minutes, have a little fun, and okay. laugh. Hold on, I don't mean to be critical here, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, this is this is this is. This is our job, as you know, is the producer of this program. You know this is what we do. So you're uh-huh. saying you work hard, play harder. And the examples you have is a half an hour show for the work hard part. And then the play harder <laughs> is spacing out. Spacing out is not playing hard. That's just staring. <laughs> staring into oblivion. That's Some people like to do that. <laughs> but it's not playing hard. There's no world where it's playing hard. You just said you were hoping to do that if your team were to ever win the Super Bowl, which they won't, by the way. (laughs) Excellent. They're not going to. I'm not not saying I play hard. Why not? Um, Well, because I just stare at things and just space out. But you're saying that's playing hard. So if you go to to the Blaze.com slash radio, the podcast goes up every Saturday. Yes. 
But that's right. Jeffy's going to get the promotion for you. Very good job. Goes up every Saturday. And you're, that's certainly not related to the fact that your podcast can also be found at that same address. Oh, you can download can the, the Jeff Fisher Show anytime at theblaze.com. And you can also download this particular show so and listen everywhere. to it anytime yes, you, you can. want. But let me ask the audience something here, which is uh -huh. you should go and listen to Andrew's podcast mm -hmm. and listen to it multiple times. Right. Because what we want to do is next week be able to look back at the numbers and see that Andrew beat Jeffy. This would Please. be, we will we'll spend an hour just talking about how he's defeated you. More than an hour. The whole show will be de <laughs> whole show. Well, devoted to the to... celebration of Andrew beating Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll he'll be, be in charge of producing light. it, so it will be really good. <laughs> that sounds great to me. All right. Happen, but... Okay. All right. Incidentally, so, yes. my mm -hmm. Facebook page is only 50 likes behind yours. <laughs> oh, see? Wow. There Wait. you go. Is it Wait. really? Did you start it in like, were you in like the room with Zuckerberg at the beginning? The website? Yeah, like were you there at the formation of Facebook by any chance? No. So we, and you still have almost caught Jeffy. Yes. So yeah, what well, I've saying, got like 10 people. <laughs> well, this you is need. kind of the point, I think, Jeffy, oh, wait. is that you're oh. an act. That's kind of what I think he was trying to say. Uh, but yeah, they go there and get, uh, get Andrew's page. All right, well, good. Text. So, okay, so are you promoting this on your Facebook page too? Yes. Yeah, that'll help. All right. It should help. There you okay. go. Nice. Thank you, Andrew. Bonfire. Thank you. And we look forward yeah. to upload when? There's um, another one coming up this Saturday, and I got okay. Skip Lacombe to join, actually, to talk about first dates. Cool. Know, just oh, wow. the best and worst ones. The only kind of Skip does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Um, right. and, uh, and then also, more importantly, we have uh, spoons coming spoons. up today, right? Um, we're very excited about the. Uh, it's a birthday, birthday, a special birthday spoon. Oh, birthday spoons. Oh, good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate Thank it. We'll be looking for bonfire Saturday. Not kale or anything, is it? No, it's not kale. It's for later. Okay. All right. Um, um, meanwhile, go ahead. San Francisco Stanford psychologist ex explained why spacing out. Oh yeah, we didn't get the actual answer to and this. And goofing off is good for you. What are the, what's the answer? What are the, what are the reasons, Pat? Well, Stu, truly successful people don't come up with great ideas through focus alone. They're successful because they make time to not concentrate hmm. and to engage in a broad array of activities, like playing golf. <laughs> See, this is an Andrew story. Mm -hmm. As a consequence, they think in, uh, inventively and are profoundly creative. They develop innovative solutions to problems and connect dots in brilliant ways. I've never played golf once in my life and really and i do this all day every day you've never played golf i've never Is well that i a think fact? I, I might have actually played real golf i i may take that back it, Maybe once, I think, with my brother, I played golf. You know, wow. the, the issue with golf is it's really freaking long. And the yeah. worse you are at it, the longer it is. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's one thing. Hey, look, can you commit a couple of hours to a nice, you know, even if you're just walking and you don't really like the sport, you can, you can get yourself in there for an hour or two. But to freaking, I mean, it could be four or five hours yeah. to play 18 holes. No, thank you. No way. And then you get someone s slow in front of you. Yeah, no thanks. It takes forever. Jeffy? Your thoughts. That's why you do a quick nine, Stu. Just go to the, uh, just do a quick nine and be, you know, in and out. Yeah, you know what you need is like nine holes on a par three course. Yes. That's golf. We used to, all through high yeah. school we did that. The par three courses are bad. Or the, um, you ever have the, uh, what are they called, pitch and putt courses? Where it's like you just have a wedge and a putter? Yes. Yeah. I, no. I, I, could, I could deal with that. I have done mini golf 
um, multiple times. So the golf experience. Is this Donald like Trump that. over here? Right. All of a sudden, we're hearing all new information. Yes, oh, I oh. may have played it once. Oh, oh yes, oh, I played, I played mini, golf, mini, mini golf. An entire golf variety of golf. golf. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, the, probably the most popular and frequently played kind of golf. Yeah, I played that all the time. Have you played ever played golf on, on video games? Uh, yes. Oh, yes, oh my God. Man, look at this guy. <laughs> Wow, it's a good thing I asked because now we've got to back Yeah, you got me dead to rights. I'm a liar. This All is right. unbelievable. A lying liar. Who this, lies. Did you propose a wealth tax too? No. <laughs> that? No. More patents too coming up in a second. They probably don't allow you near golf courses. A little too fancy. Yeah, they did it one time. Really? It's like it's a story of Caddyshack. The Caddyshack pool incident based on Jeffy. Patents too. Uh, Stu, walk us through <laughs> your unique perspective. Okay. I've, I've been curious about this really? all day, and huh. and I can't wait any longer. I need you didn't to hear. mention it before now. No, it's just I've been keeping it inside okay. uh, all this time, and I thought I'd let it out. Let's find out how you really feel about the Netherlands story that we're about to get into. <laughs> 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 I can do that. Okay. I, as you know, I'm up to speed on it completely. No, I know you are. The Netherlands has stepped up the monitoring of traffic crimes. No, I mean, I can read that, too. <laughs> what I'm looking for here instead is your unique take on what's going on here, on this story that we could read easily, but I'm not interested in. What I want to hear is how you feel about it. <laughs> I feel good about it. You feel good? Or bad. Whichever... You know, part, parts of it make me feel bad. Parts uh, of it make me feel good. Really? What yeah. part makes you feel good? Uh, the, 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 the measures helping. <laughs> are there the border control? Are there some measures that are helping? And then the bad part is that uh, <laughs> you know we're still seeing a rising number of smugglers being arrested. Really? But, oh man! Uh, no, uh, actually, I was. Uh, you may have noticed I was at the Super Bowl, and I haven't read any news stories for a week. <laughs> So, um, oh, man. Uh, but yeah, now here's the story. Netherlands has stepped up uh, the monitoring of traffic <laughs> crossing um, its frontiers, a government minister said on Monday, mm -hmm. as countries across Europe move to tighten border controls in response to an unprecedented migration crisis. It's kind of one of those funny stories in which we were told for so many years that Europe was so enlightened and they didn't care and they wanted everyone to oh, come yeah, and they, they would embrace want the warm Euro European We almost embrace. want open borders. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, and then all of a sudden, as soon as they get mm -hmm. the things that we were worrying, you know, worrying about and warning about it when it comes to the border, and a lot of migrants, with. yeah, and dealing with, a lot of migrants coming across, many of them being uh, dangerous or at least, at the very least, not paying for themselves. Um, and now they're seeing sort right. of the error. I mean, that was ways. their whole deal with the European Union, and we're all together, or one mm -hmm. big happy little thing. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, multiculturalism. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. How that working? How's out that working out? Well, the Netherlands last year received two hundred thousand. Okay, it's a small country. I mean, the Netherlands is not massive. They're not like us and can absorb two hundred thousand people at once. Yeah, um, although we, I think we would have an issue. Yeah, we'd with that have too. an issue with that, mm -hmm. and we have had issues with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that fueled a backlash against immigration, a country that's, you know, like you said, 
known for its generosity and their open borders. And they're all like, okay, come on in and we'll set you up with our, our free stuff here. And now that's starting to have an effect on their lives. And they're paying a little bit more than they'd probably like for people who um, weren't there just a year ago. I mean, it, it's a difficult situation. And, and this is the case all over it Europe is. right now. I mean, even Germany, Germany had a million to, last year. Germany's even starting to talk about cracking down a little bit on, on the situation. How many did they lose? They have to. Remember they lost 600,000 people? She ha yeah, I mean, but... She, Out I mean, of a million. They have to. I mean, they have to crack down. unbelievable. And, they have and to. she has taken a beating. Uh, Angela? Of us, yeah, she's taken a, a beating. Mm -hmm. just, they might as well just take her out and kick her out along the side of the road. Inside, inside the country she is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it, they, she keeps doubling down on the policy. I know she does. Um, and I guess maybe once you're that far down the road, there's something else you can do. You I basically have to sit uh, here and just. Maybe you wake up and realize you might not be doing the right thing. But at what time, you're right though, Stu, is at what point do you do that? Because now that you're that far gone. Yeah, I, I mean, because you, I mean, just politically, it's devastating. It's hard. It's, it, we can all. You know, you look at these policies, and they're sometimes they have good intentions, and uh, a lot of times they don't work out. I mean, I was the one is probably the most uh, famous and fascinating is you're talking about the policies of Mao, where he changed the way agriculture worked to the point where he killed tens of millions of his own people. The Great Leap Forward, uh, in particular, you're killing tens of millions of your own people, and you're still like, ah, yeah, but we're going to power through this one. Uh, we're make sure we get those communist principles in place fully. <laughs> Because that was the problem before. We weren't really embracing them. So we're going to mm -hmm. power through this, um, all uh, communal uh, crops and stuff, and, and we should be fine. You know, yeah, uh, 20, 30 million yeah, people, people are going to die. But you've got to break happen. some eggs. Yep. Is that where that came from? Is that a Mao quote? I thought it was a Stalin quote, but uh, it's one of those it was, guys. It was one of those guys. You've yeah. got to break some eggs to make an omelet. And they're talking about the people that had to die for the betterment of the society in general. Right. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, that's how, where it came from. Yeah, um, and we've also argued the same thing about Jeffy. You know, for yeah. the betterment of the network, sometimes you have to break a couple sometimes. eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sometimes that, that one of those eggs happens to be Jeffy. Mm -hmm. Jeffy. Well, I'm here, though. That's the whole point. I'm, I'm here for the network. Right. What's the, I don't understand what you're... You don't really need your, you know, ser uh, services uh, mm -hmm. anymore mm -hmm. or ever before. Mm-hmm. But I'm here every day. No, I believe me. We've noticed that. Mm -hmm. By the way, um, uh, in California, uh, they have some uh, immigrant problems as well. Although mm. there, it's a sanctuary city pretty much everywhere, so they don't really care about that. But 605,000 undocumented immigrants um, were able to get driver's licenses in 2015. Amazing. Um, just that, last year. That's just in California. Yeah. For the first year, that was available. I mean, um, the law known as AB60 took, in, uh, took place on January 2nd, 2015. Um, they expect 1.4 million people will get the law, uh, get, get the license by the end of the year 2017 um, as a benefit of that law. Uh, California officials believe the program, which does not give license holders any U.S. federal be benefits, right, how long is that going to last, right. um, does make roads most populous uh, uh, state safer, uh, several state sources said. I, I mean, it's madness. I don't know that it actually <clears throat> makes them safer or not. Um, I mean, the fact that they're getting a license does not necessarily change uh, the way that they're driving. Um, it does, however, um, uh, you know, they, and they, you know, it might not give federal benefits, but I guarantee you it's going to get them some sort of state benefits, which they were getting anyway in many cases. Um, you know, it's going to cost people in California a lot of money, uh, but you know, they want control. They want mm -hmm. control and they want these people in. And you know, after, think about this, like an illegal immigrant crosses the border, right? You catch them in the act. You say, send back them, right? 
Well, most people would understand that. We get today the argument, mm -hmm. well, look, they've mm -hmm. been here for 20 years. Yes, they crossed illegally. They've been here for 20 years. Come on, you, you can't keep... They're otherwise they're... just good, decent, hardworking, law-abiding people. Yeah. I mean, even the GOP frontrunner made the case that, you know, you can't just throw people out who've been yeah. here for 20 years. Yep. Uh, Donald Trump, in 2013, he was making that argument. Um, so, you know, that, with time, kind of eases all of those things. And it, with time... Over a decade or two, people in California will be saying, wait a minute, these guys have been dri they've got driver's license. They've been safely driving on these roads. Uh, they're law-abiding citizens. They haven't been arrested. Why wouldn't they get federal benefits? Mm -hmm. All that will come. Why wouldn't they get voting rights? They've been, in fact, we've had a record of them being here for 20 years with no problems. Uh, and they will eventually, that argument will be made, and it'll probably work because people forget. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you say, oh, people forget. I, those darn Democrats who are constantly doing that. Um, actually, I'm talking about the people who forgot that Donald Trump was pro-amnesty in 2013. So those people forgot. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, now he says, though, that he's going to build a big, yeah. beautiful wall. Big, with a big, beautiful with door. A big, beautiful door so people can come in legally, but they can't come in illegally because there's a big, powerful, beautiful wall there. Um, and the best part of that is, Stu, Jeffy, he's going to make Mexico pay for it. Mm. How is Mexican too. gonna pay? They how is Mexico too. gonna pay for it? Be it's called we have a country. It's called yeah. management. It's called Thank management. Mm -hmm. It's you. called management. And I, I don't care what they say. It's called management. Excuse me. Excuse me. He was just. <clears throat> I'm the. He was the CEO. Uh huh. Okay. Right. He was the CEO. Well, he wasn't doing anything uh, when he was the CEO. He wasn't running the co the company. No. 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 Um, yeah, but he made two million dollars a year as what? CEO. So what was he being paid me. for? Excuse me. That's what I said. I was excuse the CEO. Me. Right. But you were being paid, yeah, what were you being paid $2 million a year for? For my genius, okay? Ah, okay. Uh, so let's find out how Mexico feels about paying for the wall oh, that we told you they're not going to pay for. I, I think we're going to find out we're yeah. dead wrong here because here's Felipe Calderon, former president. Building a wall, Mexican people, we are not going to pay any single cent for such a stupid <laughs> wall. And Surprise! they need to do that. Huh? Surprise! And it's be completely useless. Because we're not crossing, because mm. the first loser of such kind of policy would be the United States. No. Who are the best buyers of American products? We the Mexicans. We no. love American products. Maybe yeah, we are no. crazy. No? Mm. We're not very rational in that part. No, very good products. We love American uh -huh. products. We travel to the United States. We spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. If this guy pretends or anyone that closing the borders to anyone, either for trade, either for people, is going to provide prosperity to the United States is completely crazy. Now that is, well, he knows better than that. It's, it's fascinating because he, of yeah. course, had his southern border close to people. Exactly. Uh, you know, very, the hypocrisy yeah. is just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. But... You know, as we've said every step yes. of the way, Mexico's not going to pay for the wall. Now, how are you going to get them to pay when they refuse to? What are you going to do? Bomb Mexico City? Are we going to carpet bomb Mexico? What are you going to do to get them to pay? Well, there's a trade imbalance. So? 
No. You're going to slap a tariff on Mexican products? And then so that who's paying who's paying for the wall? Us. Us. We Us. are. We're paying for it cuz we're paying the, yeah. the the high tariffs. And that seems to kind of be what he's threatening here are tariffs against Mexico. So when avocados come from Mexico, they'll pay a tariff on that. Well, then when people go to the store to buy avocados, they're not going to be able to afford them anymore. So, I mean, what what are you talking about? Nobody's going to want this. Nobody's going to. Yeah. And this will, of course, start a trade war. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, those, when is this? They a... will do a tariff on American products. Mm, of course. Of course they will. Um, I mean, that's how it works. They will get revenge, and then we will get revenge on them again. And, and the same thing will happen with again. China, by the way, uh -huh. because he says he's going to slap a tariff on. And this is the biggest free trade guy of all time. That's what he says. Donald Trump. He's a free I believe, trader. I believe in free trade. Oh, 100%. I'm a free trader completely. 100% free trader, except I want to do tariffs on free, on free trade. And then, Donald, then that's not, not free, free trade. trade. No. And you're not a free trader. No. So stop saying that, please. <laughs> but he won't. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. The only but, way to get him to stop saying it where people actually listen to him is to say as if you were in New Hampshire today. And, and decided you, to go run to the store. Right. You, oh, my gosh, it's voting day, isn't it? And then you go and to the poll and vote for... Uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Mm. Okay. And then you can finish your shopping and go home. All right. Wouldn't I that like be that. nice? Wouldn't I like that, that be nice? I like that plan. Mm -hmm. Or, obviously, the other choice, Jim Gilmore. Yes, and I, I didn't want to... You know, I obviously, thank you for I bringing mean, that to the table. We don't want to be I such... I feel bad about the governor not being mentioned. Such a... Uh, Let's be honest about this. If Jim Gilmore becomes president... He will owe it completely to this program. We don't want to oh be guild minions. <laughs> but minions. Yes, I do want to be a guild minion. What are you talking about? But we are. I am We're a guild minion. Guild minions. Guild okay. minion. We're guild minions <laughs> for awesome. guildmentum. Yes, we are. All right, more patents too coming up in a sec. Including spoons. Spoons. We've got spoons. Happy oh birthday gosh. to Stu. Happy birthday to Stu. It's uh, Spoons time. Indeed it is. And it's a special birthday edition. By the Happy way. Birthday Happy birthday to Stu. Yes. Happy birthday to Stu. I am uh, 40 today. 40. People 40 really years old. 40 years old. I will remind you, first of all, it is also Fat Tuesday. So the idea that I'm turning 40 on Fat Happy Tuesday. Happy Jeffy Day <laughs> to, to <Jeffy>. you. <laughs> Fat Tuesday, the day named for Jeffy. Ah. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And uh, also, a uh, very important day uh, in my family, not only for my birthday, which is obviously vitally important, but mm -hmm. also Ainsley's birthday today. People oh, that's right. Daughter Ainsley is, is also, yes. what, So this three? is the Turning only three. place that you get to celebrate anything, because yes. I mean, awesome. the rest so is no all one about cares. the kid. No one cares about my birthday right. anymore. These look really good. Um, but yes. So uh, here Ooh, on set uh, today to do spoons is... Um, uh, Amaze Balls Cake Balls, which is a oh. uh, awesome place. Oh, Amaze here. Balls are really good. Oh. It's in uh, Plano, uh, Texas. Uh, we don't know balls. that though. We've never tried these before. I have we're tried some. Of them. Be good. <laughs> I may have purchased these before, <laughs> but we're going to try them again. Uh, here we have red velvet. We have birthday okay. cake. And we have uh, salted caramel brownie, which is what oh. you have in your hand. Um, <laughs> try that first. Oh yes, salted caramel brownie. Please. Oh, All right. Oh please, these are so mm. good. These are so freaking good. Salted caramel brownie. Oh, really no. good. 
Jeffrey, you would love these. If you had these, you'd love them. But you don't have them. They're all gone. They are gone. Dang it. Mm. All of them? Oh, yeah. So there, was, there was like a row of them. Yeah, they're gone. Okay, next up we have um, peanut butter, I believe. <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh, this is, oh, no, wait, this is butter pecan. Are you a mm. butter pecan guy? No. Or do you I say can't. pecan? Mm -hmm. Who says pecan? Who says pecan? I say pecan. Butter, pe butter pecan. Mm -hmm. Butter pecan. You say pecan? Oh, my God. Butter, butter pecan. Pecan. Probably should say pecan. Pecan, since it's spelled that way, but I've always said pecan. Oh my god, those are so freaking good! Really? Jeffy, if you had these, you would freaking love them. You would left? These are like I think of you. The caramel ones? I think no, unfortunately. Okay, caramel ones are all gone. Here is orange creamsicle. Orange creamsicle. Oh, Jeffy, if you could have had some of this. Oh my god! Oh look, it's got that crystallized sugar on the top that you like, Jeffy. I think you would have liked it. Um, I'm doing it again, wow. I'm doing it again. Oh, know. my God, that one's good. That's really different. Mm. Holy crap. Jeffy, I wish there was some for you. Why can't Dang. I? I'll bend mm -hmm. down again and give back. Jeffy. Mm. Seriously, you would love these. <laughs> uh, it's like almost like I think just Jeffy. Now, look, mm -hmm. at, look at this one real quick. This is the um, peanut butter one oh. with a little peanut butter cup. Really good. Right on the top. Oh. Mm. It's a real one, too, Jeffy. I think you'd like it. So, cute. so these are peanut butter cup ones? Mm -hmm. You don't even like peanut butter. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my mm, God. Yeah. So good. If only you could have had some of this. Dang it. Holy crap, Jeffy. There were, mm. like, three in a row. We each could have. Yeah, they're gone. Now, these are red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> but I was right Which here. I really like. Yeah, I'm right here. All you got to do is just. I know. It's bring so, it you over. know, the we talk about this a lot, Pat. The limitations of television. So weird, isn't um, it? Yeah. You know, just a real problem because he can't walk over And here. these are what? Oh, that's red velvet? No, that's birthday cake, which I think is a little bit weird because birthday cake, it's actually cake. So mm -hmm. usually like other things are flavored like birthday cake. Right. This is just cake flavored like birthday cake, but it's huh. really good. Oh, that's the... Mm. Oh, yeah. You would have loved these if you could have had any, but there were only six. Mm. There's only six in that box? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're all in, gone already? There's six in this box and then six in this box. Yeah. Here's gone. the red velvet ones. They're gone. <laughs> that, the crystallized now, sugar. isn't red velvet your favorite thing in the world? Yes, it I is. I freaking love red velvet. That's why I left it for last. Oh, yeah. So you're probably full. There's probably some of that left. Now these are gone. Oh, my God. Mmm. Really good. God, these are so freaking good. All I think about... Here. Yeah. I'm going to save you a little piece. So... There you go. That was a little piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. From the coating? Mm hmm. <laughs> Boy, no. a whole one sure would have been nice. Yeah. They're all gone, though. It's too bad. Is that out? There's nowhere, not even any other crumbs or anything? Mm -mm. Can't it's all gone. Let's grab all these. Come on. Yeah. There's only You're like. talking about grab one of that. James, come on up. Have a couple. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get a couple. Have some of these. Of these. these are really good. Come on. Yeah, you can have Get's that. Like, I'm right here. All I got to do is. Oh, you yeah. said I couldn't. No, they're TV. gone. Camp. They're gone. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, well. take one Sorry, Jeffy. Dang it. Well, yeah, orange should have really mm -hmm. probably thought about saving you some, but we didn't. You know, this one's about half done, but... Are they getting crumbs, too, or...? No, they got the full one, but uh, this one is um, <laughs> the red velvet one, and I've eaten about half of it, which is really good. You guys, I got, come on up and... Uh, well, Lawrence is here. Okay, come on. 
Oh my gosh, you're not giving yeah. anything to him. Yeah, guys, yeah, come on up. Yeah, get some. Mm -hmm. it's, it's my birthday celebration. Yeah, have some. We're celebrating. Please help yourself. Happy I mean, there's, birthday. There's We're obviously glad a, you're born. <clears throat> have Thank some you. of these. Yeah, have some of these. Really yeah. 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 Glad yeah. Um, born? I think that's peanut butter. Mm -hmm. You got the birthday cake. We got some red velvet. These are really good, right? Really good. Everyone's really enjoying these. Yeah, these are red velvet here. Really good. I had some of this this red velvet when I started eating, and I got about halfway through. It's really good. But I think I'm just going to try another one. Lawrence, what do you do? You even work here anymore? Mm -hmm. I mean, what are you doing here? <laughs> Don't mess with a black man like Zee. Well, she all of a sudden brings out the race card up right mm -hmm. top. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right, now well, I guess we'll just throw the rest of these out. Uh, we'll all be right. back tomorrow with more patents too. Too bad they're gone, Jeffy. They were really, really good. Wish oh, we had some for yeah, you, but we you gave some to the help. Yeah, we couldn't couldn't find any for you. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy birthday, Ainsley. Aren't you proud of your daddy? Stewie.